0: Hello. I'm Paul Shrimp. Welcome to Microdosing, where we spend a few minutes examining small, specific tactics that represent bigger strategies and trends in healthcare. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, we'll be talking about Teladoc's recent acquisition of Livongo. And as virtual care providers go from a sea of point solutions to becoming platforms, we'll talk about some fundamentals everyone should know when it comes to these emerging healthcare platforms. It is often said healthcare is local. Well, until it's not. As we exited 2020, Teladoc and Livongo finalized its deal. At well over $1 billion in revenue, it's the largest digital healthcare provider. COVID 19 also spurred a long overdue adoption of virtual care as a primary source of care for many. We have entered a new era of the platform economy in healthcare, and Teladoc and Livongo is the biggest. Why do I use the term platform? Because that's what it is, and that's the new epicenter of healthcare, the platform. Those that are leading platforms in healthcare will be the future of the U.S. healthcare system. They will influence behaviors of both payers, providers, and life science companies. What's a platform, you ask? Well, I recommend you Google Private Equity Platform Strategy. The concept's been around for quite some time, or reading books on platform businesses, such as Platform Revolution. But given that this podcast is only a few minutes long, I'll try to explain it through some examples. Amazon's a platform. Uber's a platform. Airbnb is a platform. If you're a small retailer, Amazon is both your competitor and a channel for growth. Platform businesses have disrupted every industry they are in. For all of you executives in healthcare, if you aren't familiar with them, get familiar with them fast. Yet many health system executives almost seem to be intentionally ignoring this trend, betting on the fact that patients will follow their doctors and stay loyal to their health system or physician group. Well, I hate to break it to you, but I'm in my late 40s and I haven't seen the same doctor more than twice. I'm sure there are some doctor loyalties out there, particularly as you get into geriatrics and chronic conditions. But millennials, and even many of us Gen Xers, do not. And with PCP spending less than 10 minutes per visit with their patients, it's likely they don't have one either. Fierce Healthcare shared a stat in 2019 that 60% of younger patients will switch healthcare providers over a poor digital experience. That was two years ago, well before the pandemic forced people into the digital space and virtual care. This is not to say I don't value doctors. Nothing could be farther from the truth. There are countless physicians in which I couldn't imagine my life or the life of my loved ones without. I'm just saying I don't have a sacred relationship with one. And I would argue a doctor I see via, del- via Teladoc or Livongo is equally qualified as one with the average physician group. In the coming years, the platforms that are able to reach large swaths of patients and create loyalty or first choice will be where the industry goes. Nobody in healthcare has a viable business without patients. And where they go, so does the rest of the industry. Payers will chase it, and traditional health systems will seek referrals from them. Every healthcare executive should be well-versed in platforms, platform businesses, platform economies, and the technology that it enables. In the meantime, keep an eye on Teladoc and Livongo. As well as others, such as DocASAP, First Stop Health, One Medical, and Carbon Health. And, of course, Amazon. If you don't think Amazon is your next biggest competitor, you're not doing your job. And let me just go on a quick tangent here with Amazon. A lot of people like to lump Amazon, Google, and Apple together. I don't. Amazon is the only one who's been making meaningful commercial gains in healthcare. They've already taken their acquisition of PillPack and are a serious player in the pharmacy space. Many small clinics use Amazon as their supplier for disposables, and they already have Amazon Care in market with its employees in the state of Washington. They're a fully functioning provider, pharma company, and med distributor, as well as a benefits manager. Like I've been saying, they are a modern healthcare platform business. A big part of their success is having a large active consumer base that is transacting with them on a regular basis for a variety of things. While people might interact with, say, Microsoft, Google, or Apple with the same amount of frequency, the number of transactions are lower. The power of Amazon is a loyal, actively transacting consumer base. And on the other side of that platform, vendors of all shapes and sizes are using Amazon to access that economy. And remember, none of this is constrained by geographic borders. Keep that in mind as you watch Teledoc and Livongo. Up until recently, providers were confined to their geography. If you were in Central Florida, you're in Orlando Health Territory. Drive up north, and you move into Baptist Health Territory. It was always related to the proximity of doctors and hospitals. TeleDoc and Lavongo don't have those boundaries, and they are accessible across all 50 states and 130 countries. To put that in perspective, HCA operates in 21 states, as does Common Spirit. Ascension operates in 19. CHS is 16. Those are currently the largest primary care and hospital systems in the United States. And Teladoc is operating in all 50 states in two-thirds of the countries in the world, albeit at varying levels. But right now, when you commute from New Jersey to Manhattan, you're moving from one provider footprint to another. Even when you never cross state lines and say commute from San Jose to San Francisco, you're moving between provider footprints. That's all gone with Teladoc and Livongo. You can drive from one end of the Route 66 to the other and use them in as many states as you pass through. The platform they have is boundless to no geography, and if they continue to deliver a good experience, in one click you go from being a loyal patient of your local health system or physician group to a Teladoc patient. People have been saying, ah, it's just virtual care. It's not real care. Well, COVID-19 just dispelled that myth. You can do a lot via a virtual visit. Not everything, but way more than the stereotypical skeptics. And with Livongo, the combined entity will also be serving people with chronic conditions. Think about all of those patients with primary care needs, with chronic conditions that Livongo serves across 50 states, 130 countries. And the only thing in between is plan coverage, choice, and a click. And they aren't going to be the only one. There are already digitally native players right behind them, and traditional players making the pivot. But these platforms are quickly becoming the center of gravity for the healthcare system. This is why it's so critical for everyone in healthcare to understand platforms. Again, platform economies, platform businesses, digital platform, platform strategies, just all things platform. But really, platforms are simple. They bridge suppliers and customers. And in the digital age, it scales rapidly, again, as there are no geographic constraints. As more providers turn to the platform for patient volume, more patients will turn to the platform to access those providers and vice versa. In some instances, you don't need to be exclusive. As a doctor, you could be part of a traditional physician group and part of a platform. And as a patient, you can use a platform and still hold on to your preferred PCP, gynecologist, or dermatologist. Understanding that gives you an idea of how fast some of these platforms will scale, quickly threaten the businesses of traditional players, and gain leverage over payers. If you work for a digitally native company, you might be asking, Paul, are you seriously using an entire podcast episode explaining the basics of a digital platform and platform businesses? Yes. Yes. I know far too many CEOs of health systems, life science companies, and insurance plans that have no idea of how any of this works, and we're in the 2020s. Which, if you're a digitally native healthcare company, that's good news. You should be licking your chops. Most traditional healthcare players don't see you coming. Healthcare is no longer local. Doctors will remain important, but the intimate PCP patient relationship has been on a steady decline since we left the 20th century and will largely be gone by the end of this decade. Again, if you're a healthcare executive and don't know how platforms work or who the emerging healthcare platforms are, you're just not doing your job. It's a mistake, like that is similar to domestic car manufacturers not taking imports seriously in the 80s or traditional retailers not taking e commerce seriously at the turn of the century. Digital healthcare platforms are a well needed wave of change that is coming to healthcare and it will change everything. And for those of you that are still a little confused, just go to TeleDoc and Livongo and give it a try. Similar to your first experience with Amazon or Uber, sometimes it's just easier to experience it than explain it. Thank you for listening to Microdosing. Please subscribe and give us a review. Just like this podcast, it's small but means a lot. Thank you to Anchor for providing free podcasting services and my friends at Sure Microphones for hooking me up with some great equipment that I'm likely not using properly. If you'd like even more observations, trends, insights like this, you can follow me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash n slash shrimp, S-C-H-R-I-M-P-F. Until next time, cheers.